probably the thing I'm least proud of that I did and I don't think um, is okay the more I think about it is riding an ostrich like you alluded <laughs> to. Because <laughs> the more you think about it, they got two legs, they probably weigh as much as me. Yeah. <laughs> and then I'm hopping on with nothing to hold on to, like, but their wings and you don't want to... That's wanna... wild that you rode a bird, isn't <laughs> it? <laughs> like, isn't that crazy? <laughs> and I got bucked off it. Because yeah. he didn't want me on, but it's kind of sad because, like, you know, what am I going to hold other than their wings, which are, you know, part of their body? No, they don't and then anyway. they it's stop. true. Hey, let's go. Welcome to the show. I'm Spencer. I'm Brandon. Oh, you. Always a delight. <laughs> oh. um, I'm sad, though. You forgot to be a new... Um, what What have you been doing? You did the beef. You did... Uh, that's because you uh, did a different type of meeting this time. Oh, okay. <laughs> the other kind of meeting, it asked me to type my name. <laughs> this oh, that's virtual true. meeting is a different type, so... <laughs> I didn't yeah, get to choose my name this time. We're trying some new things. You just went to Mexico. I did just go to Mexico. You're right. That's uh, so cool. Uh, how was it? Well, Spencer, this was my first time since I was 17 going to Mexico. The first time I went to Mexico, <laughs> I walked across the San Diego border into Tijuana and that was a big difference for a uh, <laughs> for a high school boy uh, with only his friends, no parents around to uh, experience Mexico that way. But uh, so it's been flash forward a couple of decades. And but I've, I've seen pictures of I've never been to Tijuana, but I've seen pictures mm-hmm. of like how it's divided and everything and how it is crazy. But. It's also weird that you could just walk across the border to Tijuana. Yeah, I mean, and that, yeah, that's you walk <laughs> across the border and you're already there. So it's just crazy that there's walking distance separating you from our normal uh, way of life into yeah. a new, a, a brand new country. You know, with very different way of life and uh, different language and all that stuff with just a fence. <laughs> Just like, just well, fence. it's not a fence, but I mean, they're a probably wall. just a fence, but I mean, we had to go through, we didn't, we didn't run across like a field to get in there. We went through <laughs> borders, <laughs> border patrol area, but. But they just let you go and say, yeah, if you don't come back, we don't care. That's Have the fun. thing, right? They let a 17 year old, I mean, this is pre uh, 9-11, but they just let a 17 year old kid just walk across the border without his parents. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I don't know. I was on a, a trip with my friends that were that had just graduated high school. So I was a junior becoming a senior, but they had just graduated and there was their senior trip and I tagged along. We did have uh, my friend's older brother with us. He was like 22, 25, 23, something like that. He was our chaperone, but he was actually more uh, less mature than the rest of us. So yeah, it was just is just the chaperone in name only, but <laughs> <laughs> what did he get out of it? 
I think but we paid for the like, gas for the trip and paid okay. for uh, paid for his hotel, and he likes hanging out with us. So, okay, you know, he's a he's a still a good friend. So it was fine. It was just a way for us to tell our parents, "Look, Tim's coming with us. He's <laughs> an ad- he's an adult, you know." <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so so we should be able to go. He was actually married at the time too, so that even lent more, you know, credence to his adulthood. Oh, but yes. But still, he uh, anyway. So when you got across the border for that first time, what did you guys go do? Just explore? Did you get like kidnapped in a van? We we were murdered. All of us (laughs) died. It was uh, it was all across the national news at the time. Uh, (laughs) No, just just fooling. I'm actually still alive. Uh, I I wasn't murdered. We we Just walked across. We walked across and uh, we did some shopping. I got some fake Oakleys. That was my number one priority was to get some uh, fake sunglasses that looked real, like real cool ones. Yeah. Okay. Uh, we did get uh, coaxed into a bar so that we could ride a mechanical bull. And the price of riding the bull was we had to buy uh, a beer and. The guy just looked at my ID and was like, mm, yeah, you're 18, you know, like, <laughs> even though yeah, I was 17. Was, oh, gosh, we're I mean, getting into an accent. Year I was turning 18, like a couple months away. But anyway, so he let us. So we all went in there. None of us were drinkers. And so we there was like six of us and we all bought beers and we like slid them down to the guy, at the, like one guy at the end of the bar that. He was had the best day of his life all of a sudden. <laughs> <laughs> so the funny thing is in that bar they were they were watching Teletubbies, which was uh strange to me uh to see that. But we did get a ride on the mechanical bull and it was pretty awesome. So watch Teletubbies and ride a mechanical bull. I like yeah, it. we saw a donkey that was spray painted to look like a zebra that they were like having people take pictures with. Come take a picture with a zebra. And it was like it was clearly a donkey. But I like how you resisted uh, the accent that time. No, sorry. I, come, I just didn't... come take a picture with. <laughs> yeah. I can, I can, you know, fake that if you want, but. No, it's okay. So that sounds fun. I, I've never been to Mexico. That sounds like a delight. Mm-hmm. So how did adult Brandon officially of drinking age like mm-hmm. Mexico uh, went well. to uh, Cabo St. Lucas, 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 Cabo San Lucas, San Lucas, Los Cabos, Los Cabos, a couple of Cabos down there. I don't know, (laughs) but we went there for a surprise birthday party for one of our friends. His his wife uh, has been working on this for over a year, I think, trying to keep it a secret and invited a bunch of his friends. So we were going down there. No kids, just uh, adults, and uh, we only knew... Oh, go ahead. I need to know the surprise part. So the surprise part, he knew... He didn't know you guys were going to go, or he didn't know where you were going, or... So he was already there. He went there there the day before us with him and one other couple. So uh, he thought that that was his 40th birthday present from his wife with this trip with with their really good friends. And then the next day at dinner time, uh, he shows up to this kind of fancy dinner on the beach. And there's, uh, let's see, 
How many more people? I think so you said eight couples. Twelve. Yeah. So there's twelve more people there. So wow. there's us and uh, and five five other couples that were invited on top of the ones that were already there. So he comes down the stairs and we say surprise, and he's uh, just blown his mind well, yeah. right out of his brain. And uh, <laughs> that's such a cool fortieth birthday. Yeah. But his birthday was a couple days before, so I wish that it would have aligned with his better. actual birthday. But, well, maybe for 50, when you yeah, guys so go we, to Italy. Yeah, when we go to Italy for his 50th birthday. I mean, she should probably surprise him on his 49th birthday, because uh, that seems like it really good because he's looking forward to 50. What is she oh. going to do? It happens. So I'll suggest that to her, but... Uh, <laughs> But yeah, so we go to Cabo. We stay at this really nice resort uh, and on the beach. And it was like as beautiful as all the pictures you see. It's incredible. But the thing that I found is that uh, the resort that we were at was pretty far from town, from anywhere else, actually. It was just kind of its own place. And there was a couple other resorts next to it, but all it was was resort resort you know yeah and so we were at the mercy of the resort for food and anything like that unless we wanted to get an uber to go into a town or a market or something and the uber was like twenty dollars each way to to do that so you're like uh, so what i'm getting at is that the restaurants and things were very expensive Yes. And so we had breakfast and it was 70 bucks. And I'm like, $70 for breakfast. I mean, yeah. Mexico, was, everything was supposed to be cheaper yeah, than here. <laughs> you know, but. That's how they get you. That's how they get you. And so we were, you know, at the mercy of, the, of them. But we did get out of the resort a couple of times. And I did find, like, the cheaper stuff. And it was actually even better. It was more delicious and, and good. More authentic, than, probably. Yeah, probably. Uh, but. Yeah, it was really good. We did go to like a market and they had like all these pastries and they were like 15 cents each. And so we just kind of loaded up on those and had those for breakfast. Uh, so, you know, going from a $70 breakfast to a 30 cent breakfast <laughs> is a big <laughs> difference. But uh, we were we were there in Mexico and I kissed a camel on the lips Ooh, while I was there, yeah. which you wouldn't <laughs> expect to do in Mexico. But I... I guess that's something that they offer. Uh, so why good. why didn't you? Is it the camel more shocking, or that you had the chance to kiss the camel? Probably the camel is more shocking. Yeah, because so, isn't it weird that like I don't know how how to put this delicately, but I feel like sometimes we're so sheltered or just like focused in on where we live that we forget other countries have exactly what we have. Yeah. Um, in a lot of ways, right? I mean, we right. we don't have camels native, but I don't know that yeah. they do either, right? They but... don't either because they, I guess, <laughs> they can't breed the camels there. They have to import them. It's like <laughs> from a rule. Egypt, <laughs> wherever they come from, Egypt, Middle East, or something. Yeah, uh, there is. They do have the only camel ever born in Cabo San Lucas there because they shipped the camel over to them pregnant. They didn't, the people that sent it didn't know the camel was pregnant at the time. And when they got it, they thought she was sick, but turns out she had a baby. So they're like, it was a two for one deal. What a great deal. (laughs) So I guess they lose their humps if they're not in a like desert, like a environment where they they need the water. 
Huh. If they don't need to have to hold the water or whatever, then their humps get smaller and smaller, and they end up looking like giant llamas. Wow. So, the more you know. They are part of a llama family, by the way. Huh. But I, didn't know I kissed the camel because they gave us carrots to feed them and to take a picture with them. And they said, you can put it in your mouth and have them bite it out for you. And, and, you know, bite it from you. And they were like, thought that nobody would do it. But then all the guys were doing it. So I was like, I got to one up this. <laughs> and so I stuck it in really far. So the camel had to come close and I gave it a, a kiss. I felt the little oh, the fuzzy tongue. hairs on its lips. I didn't feel oh. that it wasn't a French kiss. Don't I, you know that the camel was only four years old. I don't I wouldn't go that far. But but how much is that in camel years? Oh, that's true. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> Well, yeah, that is impressive to one. It was pretty magical to ride a because it was this was at sunset. So we were we had actually just done a UTV tour. It was a UTV camel ride package deal. So we rode uh, side by sides for about an hour along the beach. The water's coming up at you. Then you kind of go in inland a little bit off some like windy kind of back roads and stuff. And then uh, come come to do the camel ride and camel ride was pretty quick it was just kind of down along the beach and back there was just the guy walking holding them the whole time in a big line but uh it was still pretty fun to be on there uh there's two people per camel they can handle me and my wife together on there i guess they can hold like up to 900 pounds if you can believe that that seems like a lot but that does seem like a lot but it was stunning the beach the water um did you were you just uh were you just humming uh music from aladdin in your head while it was funny they gave me the option to wear like uh to wear like the it wasn't a turban but it was like the ones you see them wearing with like the around the top and then you have like a band around it they had a bunch of those that you could wear i felt kind of like that was like cultural appropriation or something like <laughs> like i'd be put like if i was riding horses and i put on like a indian headdress or something i i feel like <laughs> it was kind of the same thing and so nobody in our group put those on but then you'd see a bunch of people like riding past us on other camels that they all had them on and i was like well, okay that's fine for them i did find <laughs> out that like our group is the only people that read the instructions on, on what you're supposed to do because <laughs> They said that like you had to wear closed-toed shoes and long pants if you're gonna do the rides and stuff. And then we get there and everybody's in flip-flops and and shorts except for our group. Like the Mormon folk from Utah are are rule followers and everybody mm-hmm. else not. So such rule followers. Such rule followers, but Anyway, it was a lot of fun, actually. It was more fun than I thought it was going to be. And now I can say I've ridden a camel. I mean, you've ridden an exotic creature. You rode an ostrich once. I I know. I was wondering if maybe this episode should be us not comparing um, exotic trips, but sharing exotic trips. Mm-hmm. Uh, because, yeah, I've ridden an ostrich. So, um, you want to do that? Do you want me just to go into well, some, some Thailand? You can go to Thailand in just a second. I just want to say that this didn't really feel like an exotic trip uh, <laughs> because we were at because I never really I mean, we went into town for one night for about an hour and a half and we just got some food and walked 
just bought some like went to some souvenir shops right so i didn't go that it didn't seem like in cabo they didn't have like a historic downtown or like uh, a, a big like area where there's a giant mission or like old timey stuff that you go to or something like super culturally like, relevant right and so it didn't really feel it just felt like i was at a really nice resort in a really beautiful spot and yeah that's and about it that kind of tracks with what i imagine when people say they're like going to mexico or whatever it's to go to a resort it's to go sit on the beach and it's just to have drinks and relax like mm-hmm. all day while you're there yeah, yeah. and so it and, sounds like that's par for the course for what you did only you were mentally prepared for that no i mean <laughs> that's not my typical type of vacation no, right my vacations <laughs> are non-stop planned uh, down to the minute planned down to the minute and so uh just sitting around and chatting with people you know was fun and it was nice <laughs> and it was good but it's not but the whole time i was thinking Shouldn't we be doing something? Should we be going somewhere? Oh. What's what's the plan? What's happening this right is, now? This is so. the future. This is the future of your trips. I know. And then but that does get me closer and closer to one day going on a cruise. Ooh. So we'll see that. But I do think because I've always felt like cruises were just sitting around on a boat doing nothing. But cruise ships nowadays are have everything. Have They're like little lots cities. of stuff to do, so it's not it's not the same. So I I might be going on a cruise, and I'll keep you updated on that sometime no, in the future. I'm more and more getting on board with a cruise as well because I think it could be could be fun. Yeah. Um. But yeah, yeah, go ahead and so that's my Mexico trip. It was just we had like one excursion. We had a birthday. It was really it was it was really fun to meet some new people. Uh, we only knew the the birthday couple. We didn't know any of the other people, but everybody was super nice and um, it was they were very attractive. And I was kind of sad about oh, no. nope. like how nope. I nope. look because I need uh. a haircut. <laughs> <laughs> and I'm thinking, do do these people <sighs> feel like I am? I should be here. Obviously, Carrie mm. should, but but. <laughs> <laughs> me personally am i do i fit in with these people that seem like they're better looking than me you you felt like you were the uh, what do they call it the the ugly friend yeah that, um is it hold on let me look it up real quick uh, there's a there's a specific uh, saying for this i think there's a definition yeah there's oh. a let me see let me see uh what does duff mean in slang is that what it is oh a duff yeah yeah, there was a movie about the duff the standing the duff the standing for a designated you're not ugly or a fat friend but that's what you felt like a little bit the designated ugly fat friend duff is a rude though often humorous term people use for the one friend who makes you look better yeah, no, I mean, yeah, they, I, I, uh, yeah, I don't felt, think you fit that. I should have, I should have yeah. went to the tanning salon no. before I went. <laughs> I mean, we just came out of Christmas, so I have a little extra I, poundage no, on me, you know. It's totally anyway. fine. I think you were perfect. Oh, thank You're you. You're just being critical. I it is, I, 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 I do wish that I could like hear people's 
conversations about like oh man those the petersons are so nice and so funny or you know like what what people really think of me like do they like talking to this stranger that all of a sudden showed up on this trip because there, there's like four of them that knew knew each other four yeah. couples you know knew the they knew each other and the person and then there was that one other couple that came up with them earlier and then another one so there's three couples that didn't know anybody else and there's four couples that that knew, that knew each other so, so. and uh, i'm sure they so they had friends, you're, but you're very easy to talk to and and uh, i am easy entertaining to talk to. entertaining as we know you're the most approachable human being on, on <laughs> yeah. this planet so it's true yeah i am you're you're <laughs> the most approachable yeah but i tried to be a little bit more outgoing and uh approachable so anyway i hope they liked me sure i liked everybody they were all great all the people so it made it it was really fun to meet some new people and uh there you go it makes you feel like when you go on that kind of trip it's like man we're gonna hang start hanging out with these people all the time now i probably never see them again in my life but (laughs) but that's but that's i mean for my sake i hope so because that means less time i would get with you right exactly but you start thinking like oh man we're friends now we're gonna see these people but no, probably not. Everybody's lives are busy, and it seems like it's hard you to slowly hard to retreat make back friends. to normal. You wanna, yeah, yeah you wanna get back to <clears throat> your, your, uh, yeah, just normal. Yeah. Um. All right. Well, let's just talk about mo- one more exotic trip I had. I guess again, not to like one up you or anything, but I, I think it was like two weeks after we had met. Mm-hmm. Um, I went to Thailand, so I was yeah. just a young, and, and I was reminded almost daily for probably two years about no. you going to Thailand. Like, no. well, when I was in Thailand, <laughs> no, please. you wish, you wish, you're like, why don't you bring up Thailand more? <laughs> like, why would I? <laughs> um, cool, cool things we did in Thailand. So it's probably one of that or Japan was well, Thailand would be the most exotic thing i went to so we went to bangkok which is the capital city and it's it was kind of the lamest part just like a giant big city of just grossness mm-hmm. um <clears throat> at least where we were except for the parts where we went to like the king's palace that was pretty cool uh um, like the current king they have a king right now yeah, and I don't know if he is still alive. Um, it's been like nine years, and I know that there was a war brewing, and as soon as the king was going to die, it was going to get crazy there because um, the he had like a daughter and a son, and they were gearing up to go at the throne or something oh, crazy. Wow. It's funny because you hear about kings from other places and you think, I thought only England had kings, but yeah. it turns out Denmark just has a king now, which they had a queen forever, and she decided that she didn't want to be queen anymore, so she abdicated oh. the throne and let her son take over as king. And I was like, Denmark has a king? I mean, who else? Does Norway? I don't know. And who do else? and are those kings like in charge, or is it kind of like Britain, where it's... Uh just a figure is not necessarily the one I mean, running the, the country. The queen has some sway, I feel like, and I don't know. Like, is there still a king of 
France? I don't know. Or Spain? Maybe there is. We're, I just feel like I'm so ignorant in the rest of the world. I know. Uh, but then we made it down to the beach, and same kind of thing with you. Like it, it's just a crazy, beautiful like water you've never seen before. You know, mm-hmm. on a California beach or a Florida beach. Um, was your water warm? It was swimming pool warm. So like when you first get in, it's like nice. that that cold shock. Yeah. You know, a little shock. Like, and then uh, and then you're fine after that. It was chock full of whales though. Like oh, nonstop cool. whales. You could see them blowing most of the time. Not a whole lot of breaching. There was like a five minute span where there was like whales breaching all over the place. But anytime you looked out at the ocean, you would see them blowing. And That's cool. Pretty, pretty cool. But while right, you're riding a you. right as you were riding a camel, you got to just Yeah. Literally see whales. See that's yeah. That's worth mentioning. You'd look you'd look out the uh the bedroom balcony and you could look over some see the ocean and there's whales out there so that's pretty cool we we went to the i can't remember this time the names of all these places so i apologize but we went to this little like cove so you hop on a boat you go through i don't even know if we're in the ocean or where we are i assume it's the ocean um and we got into a cove that was made famous in one of leonardo dicaprio's movies when he was younger um the island the island and i remember mike yeah or i think so um mike would always ask me have you watched the island and i was like no and he's like how are you gonna see you know what leo saw and i was like well i just (laughs) think i'll be okay leonardo DiCaprio. let's see what it is but we went there um and next to it is like this monkey island and monkeys there apparently are like seagulls to us it's called the beach oh the beach the beach yeah the island is a movie with ewan mcgregor and scarlett right Johansson. We're, right where they're clones or something spoiler yes, alert. I, spoiler <laughs> yeah isn't that a spoiler that is a spoiler yeah, yeah. that's the whole thing yeah the crisis All anyway right, keep going but monkeys are uh basically garbage animals there but in our minds monkeys are adorable and cute and so you get all these tourists that come to this island and see these monkeys but they're you know basically like would we go up to seagulls or magpies and be like you're so cute like let's i want to pet you and feed you like no we think they're garbage creatures so i was i was in banff once in the swimming pool and uh there was a a guy there from, I think the South or something, but he was looking up, he's like, oh my gosh, what is that bird? It's so cool. And I looked up and it was a magpie. And I was like, <laughs> that's a magpie. Mag- that's a magpie, buddy. And he's like, oh, that's pretty cool. And I was like, like oh, no, my. it's not. No, you know what's cool? A blue jay, a cardinal. A blue jay, yeah, I want to see. They're like, we don't care about cardinals or blue jays. <laughs> I love them. Um, right. A big, a big, other thing you do there too is elephants. Now I'll admit that I did a lot of things that maybe I wouldn't do now that I'm not necessarily proud of. <laughs> um, but we rode elephants and elephants are super fun, playful creatures. We got to watch this show where like elephants were like painting. You've heard of elephants painting. They're like, yeah, I've heard of that legit paint pictures and then like kick soccer balls and just play all these sorts of games and elephants are way cool. So 
I remember one elephant ride, I got to ride on its like neck, right? And so I'm like mm-hmm. patting it top of its head, like kind of holding on. And we're like scaling down this mountain. And these two girls that were in our group um, with us were sitting in this on the on like the I don't harness, not a harness, but saddle, I guess that's mm-hmm. on the elephant. So they were just having the time of their life, and I'm literally have to grip this elephant like I can't fall off or it'll trample me. Wait, you were you sitting? There was no saddle or harness. You're just yeah. They're like you neck. can sit on it, and that's I was it. like, what? <laughs> Okay, I guess I'm young and stupid and can do whatever. Um, I kissed an elephant, not in the same way as you, but um, I guess maybe the elephant kissed me is more appropriate than um, us kissing, but that was fun. Um, uh, We rented scooters. So you talked about how you were sad that you were in Mexico and the money you spent was a lot of money and you thought, oh, I should be living like a king. Right. Um, we did there. It was crazy. It's like 33 cents to the dollar or something when we went. Mm-hmm. So like our hotel rooms were like right on the beach in these massive like um, resorts where you could literally go from the pool a step and you're in the ocean. Yeah. And um, we had rented scooters to drive around this little town and I I'm a terrible scooter driver and I crashed and almost got run over by cars. Did you but pay for the insurance I, on it? Or? No, but I but I was able to easily pay for the damage because it was just yeah, like you're a king there. $60. Like, I'll yeah, buy you 13 like... more. <laughs> Here you go. I had a great time with all my road rash. There's one American dollar. <laughs> <laughs> come find me when you come to America. Right. I'll <laughs> treat you to dinner. Um. We highlights for animals while you rode a camel. I got to sit on an alligator, which was kind of nerve wracking. I don't know why it didn't attack me, Um, but I literally sat on a I don't know if it's an alligator or crocodile. I'll be honest. But we got alligators are in America and crocodiles are everywhere else. Okay, so it was a crocodile. That makes sense. I might be wrong about that. I believe you. I got to pet a tiger, which is one of the things I'm not super proud of because I found out they don't really take care of them, even though they told us that they weren't drugged or anything. Um, but then it's weird because then why were we more okay with petting these tigers if yeah. they weren't sedated? Um, but got to pet a tiger and that was cute. Yeah, there's something there's like, I don't know yeah. where the line is on animal tourism because animal tourism is a taboo nowadays, right? Right. And I don't think it was pre lion or pre Tiger King uh, as much. Oh, you're probably <laughs> you know right. I mean? So you didn't know any better back then. I didn't know any better. And and I don't know if riding a camel is okay. I feel like it is. That's what they're I think. Made like for. it is because because people ride them, right? Like I think of yeah. the Middle it's East like a and thing that's people do. Yeah, like a horse. Uh, yeah. But a thing but it's people like, is it is it with like? But I know that people have a hard time with elephants and like. Right. But I don't know why, because people have been riding elephants for a long time and using them for things. But yeah, like, uh, why can't an elephant be domesticated like a horse or whatever? But I do feel like maybe tigers, uh, that's that might be one of the lines of of that sort of thing. Like after seeing Tiger King and and what kind of like those types of places do. I don't know. I don't know how I feel about it. No, but I well, will, I, I've 
still would love to hold a baby tiger in my arms. Yeah, you I know what? I don't know anybody that wouldn't want to hold a baby I tiger know, in their arms. And I we just have, feel the social pressures now not to. I have, so it's good I had this former life, I guess, because I have yeah. been in a den with baby tigers, and they're adorable. I did get bit yeah. by one, but it's like getting bit by a cat. Yeah. Like it, it hurt a little bit. Right. Uh, I mean, yeah, we can get Connor so on here. Our friend Connor would would definitely have some opinions on on yeah, this sort of thing, but <laughs> chat, chastise us right now. I just want to relive these yeah. moments. Probably the thing I'm least proud of that I did, and I don't think um, is okay. The more I think about it, is riding an ostrich, like you alluded <laughs> to. Because <laughs> the more you think about it, they got two legs. They probably weigh as much as me. <laughs> Yeah, and then I'm hopping on with nothing to hold on to, like, but their wings, and you don't want. That's wild that you rode a bird, isn't it? Like, isn't that crazy? (laughs) And I got bucked off it because he didn't want me on. But it's kind of sad because, like, you know, what am I going to hold other than their wings, which are, you know, part of their body? Now they don't move anyway. It's true. And then otherwise you're like trying to grab its neck because you're like holding yeah. on. <laughs> it's but, a little tiny neck. Yeah, poor guy. But it's just like running around and you're like sitting on it like I'm on an ostrich. I mean, I saw that on the old, uh, was it the Tre- Robinson Crusoe? You know, when they have like their family, one of the guys rides an ostrich. But <laughs> uh, and so I've always wanted to since then. And I was really jealous of when you did it. But the more you think about it, the, the sadder it gets. So. <laughs> it does. <laughs> you can't think about it. it's like oh that's you so gotta fun. do these things when you're in like your early 20s when you when you don't yeah. know any better no it's true. <laughs> like a 40 year old doing it feels a little no. like you should know better <laughs> yeah i would never go on this same trip again it's just for stories in the end and so now it is you go to the beach <laughs> you just grab your drink of choice and talk about right when you were in your 20s right so that's pretty cool. Maybe I'll post a picture or two, or you want to send me one, um, and we can post it on our Instagram. Yeah, I could probably find a picture of Thailand for you. No, <laughs> of you on a camel. Oh, sure me on a camel. Or whatever you want, but you know, I don't know. I don't they, know uh, if I'll resurface my ostrich picture. The uh, the the tour that we did um, said you can't bring cell phones with you. Nobody can have cell phones. Oh. And of course, you're safe. the only ones that followed that. It's a safety issue, uh, but you can bring GoPros because you can mount those or whatever. I see. Uh, but then they said, but if you upgrade to the private tour, then you can bring your cell phones and do whatever you want. Like, huh. what the heck? You just because they have guys doing like photography the whole time, like taking pictures of you. Yeah. You're supposed to buy those pictures. I but, see. But you can bring a GoPro. So I do have a GoPro video of us on the camel, but I'm on it. So you can't really even see the whole camel. So anyway. Well, whatever picture you're comfortable sharing. I can. You can steal one from my Instagram as well. I There's pictures on there. <laughs> oh, that's true. I'll just steal one. Those have been approved. Yes. Um. Great. Well, thank you for sharing and reliving that. That's just kind of a fun episode. Uh, yeah. So you guys should go to Mexico and Thailand. I think, yeah, I'm I'm excited to go to, I heard that like Mazatlan 
maybe like has like the cheaper like the resorts are close to the town so you can just like walk out of your resort and walk down to the town and and do some shopping or whatever and see some stuff so yeah cabo uh unless you're there's probably resorts and hotels that are in the downtown area but it's further away from the ocean uh yeah so you want to be right on the ocean when you're there because it's it is really pretty and yeah i'd recommend it and i'm excited that i have heard that cabo is not one of the best places to go as far as like that sort of stuff like it is i did hear that it's the safest one of like the mm-hmm. safest part of mexico uh but but yeah like things like puerto vallarta might be better or mazalan that sort of stuff but so if you could only pick one would you go back to canada or back to mexico that's a that's a loaded question, buddy, because you can only pick one. I love the mountains. Uh, the thing it's about the, I love the ocean to play in it. But in Cabo, there's not a lot of beaches where you can play in it. Like it's dangerous beaches for riptides and and how like it was crashing or whatever. It wasn't really a swimming beach. Uh, so I I would probably still choose Canada. I love the mountains. I'm a mountain guy more than beach guy. So there you go. Go to Banff, everybody. Go to Banff. (laughs) There's no camels in Banff, but (laughs) but you can probably see a bear and or an elk or possibly a moose. You can't ride any of those things. What if you could ride a bear? Oh man. man. I just want to like snuggle with a bear sometime how cute are grizzly bears with a bear with a tiger with a lion i would love to just get in there with one Uh, of those babies but i'm also afraid but the ones that you can do that with that's the animal tourism that you're not supposed to be supporting so so instead we just have to become (sighs) actors where we can cuddle cgi bears oh yeah that could be good all right well i think we'll just wrap it up now um, unless oh. you want to, well, let's do some Brandon's words of wisdom here. And then you don't we'll... have any old news, I guess. Talking about your trip from nine years ago, yeah, counts nine years ago, <laughs> yeah, we'll do that. And something everybody should know is, uh, don't let's don't, see the animal cruelty stuff. Don't, yeah, the don't animal ride cruelty. animals. You <laughs> don't think you should. <laughs> if you have to think if you should ride this, you probably shouldn't. Ride yeah, it. if if there's not. A specific, uh, you know, if you haven't seen it done in, I don't know, uh, I guess you've seen, I saw someone ride an ostrich in a movie. Uh, <laughs> Just no, listen to your conscience. Yeah, listen to your conscience. Uh, but yeah, the words of wisdom that I have for you today <laughs> uh, comes from our good friend Albert Einstein. Ooh. Have you ever heard of him before? Sure have. Uh, he said, it's not that i'm so smart it's just that i stay with problems longer and i was thinking about that because of like new year's resolutions and stuff like that so a lot of time people don't stick with the things they're doing so whether it's being smart or fit or whatever thing that you want to get done it's success comes from sticking with it longer so uh just like Albert Einstein, if he had a problem he was working on and couldn't find a solution, he didn't just give up, right? He kept working at it. He would find other resources, other people that could help him and maybe help crack that that uh, problem. 
And so same thing with us. Don't give up. That's kind of like that that other one that I was talking about, about when you are going through hell, just keep going. Keep going. We'll come, out, we'll come out the other side. Same thing here. If you have a problem and or something you want to accomplish or get good at or do, just keep doing it because you'll hopefully get better. That's very unless, good and wise. Unless it's something that uh, you need like God-given talent for. <laughs> there's, <laughs> there's some things that I'll just never be good at. You just give up. I, I'll give up on ever being able to be stretchy enough to like put my head backwards around my feet, <laughs> under my feet. I'm never going to do that. <laughs> but No, that's very good and timely advice because as I was telling you off air earlier today, um, and we won't get into it at at this uh, juncture now, but we have a big issue with our city council and we've been in meetings for hours and hours and and a couple of people are willing to just like accept things because they're tired of talking about it. And then Mm -hmm. a couple of us others are like, no, we can't like give up. Like we're getting closer. Like, keep doing this like let's keep going and making it better so i'll admit i've oh go ahead i was just gonna say i've admitted times i've been like you know what i'm tapping out i don't really care about this so (laughs) whatever but it's like no you gotta keep going you gotta keep going i've been reading uh the book crucial conversations and they talk just they talk about that they say like if you're gonna want to have a conversation with people you gotta stick to your guns you can't just give up because it's you know, because uh, you're bored with it. You got to know what you right. want. So I guess maybe give up if you don't really care. Well, but, if but it then, is something, if it is something you care about, then you shouldn't give up. Yeah, well, even if then, people are talking and then you. somebody will say something that triggers me all over again. And it's like, you know what? I do care. And I'm taking you down and whatever yeah. you say. <laughs> so and that's, that's funny also creatures. something you're not supposed to do in a crucial conversation is seek well, revenge. <laughs> <laughs> revenge. Revenge. Yeah. All right. But I, I, yeah, I love that you are on the city council because... <laughs> I just love to hear all the the goings on in a, in a small oh, smallish town council. So we're at, we're at twenty five thousand and growing. So yeah. could could and, be even close to thirty. And depending on the outcome of this city council's decision, you could grow a lot <laughs> more or just a little bit more. <laughs> oh man, we were in a meeting till midnight, people, last night. It was like from six to midnight. It was crazy. Whoops. So we've talked about that another day when the statute of limitations is over and people can't come <laughs> after me for yes. talking about it. But anyway, thanks for listening to this episode of Life LOL Podcast. Uh, we hope you have enjoyed it. Make sure you listen to all our episodes if you haven't. If you're new here, thanks for being here. Uh, You can find us on Instagram at life.lol.podcast. Brandon, thank you, as always. You're welcome. For living your life, exploring the world, and sharing it with us. Mm -hmm. And you are not a duff, so don't ever say that again. All right, I'm sorry. I mean, I'll (laughs) send you a picture of these people, and you'll be like, yeah, all right. (laughs) He was not the best Mm. looking one there. (laughs) Uh, my name's Spencer. Uh, we hope all your dreams come true. Okay. And I'm Duff. Bye. See you later. <laughs> no, not Duff. <laughs> oh. <laughs>